Branding BFF is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Branding BFF, a podcast for service businesses, creative professionals, consultants, and coaches. I'm your host, Lisa Spear. I'll be having candid conversations with entrepreneurs and brand creators so you can gain behind-the-scenes insights and inspiration to apply to your brand and business. Please note, these are uncensored conversations with guests, so there's a chance they'll be adult language. This podcast is brought to you by Spearhead Solutions, a strategic branding business. Today's topic is behind the scenes of my rebrand, and I've invited Erin Breeden to be my guest host, and she'll be interviewing me. There's a couple reasons why I picked Erin to be my guest host for the conversation. Erin is a host of the Advent Coworking Podcast, so I know she's got fantastic skills to be my guest host. I'm in good hands today. (laughs) And I think it's much more interesting for someone like Erin to ask me questions than for me to share my perspective as a monologue. I've never wanted to be a monologist. (laughs) And third, Erin's the founder of Blue Tide Creative, which is focused on PR strategy and media consulting for small businesses. So she's a great person to be asking me these type of questions. Welcome, Erin. Thank you so much, Lisa. (laughs) So before you start asking me questions, can you let people know where they can find you? Oh, absolutely. And and first off, thank you for trusting me today with your baby, uh, your podcast, but also with uh, kind of introducing your rebrand to everybody. Thank you. Um, so everyone, hi, I'm Erin. Um, and as Lisa mentioned, I am the host of the Advent Coworking Podcast. You can find our podcast on uh, Spotify and, and all the places that you listen to your podcasts. And also, I am a business owner with Blue Tie Creative, um, PR strategy and media consulting for small businesses firm. And you can find me at bluetidecreative.com or follow along with me and my adventures. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Erin Braden. And on Instagram, I'm at Erin M. Braden. Okay, and how do you spell Braden? B-R-E-E-D-E-N. Okay, excellent. And we'll also put this in the show notes. Perfect. Okay, so now I'm going to turn this over to you, Erin. Thanks, Lisa. You ready? I'm ready. All right. I guess the biggest question that we have is you've already kind of, you know, with with the title of your podcast today is behind the scenes of my rebrand. So I've got to ask the obvious question. Why does a branding business decide to rebrand? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> I am sure that it's not just on your mind. So I had told a few clients and peers that I was rebranding in 2020 And everybody was really surprised. They're like, we like your brand. It's a great brand. You know, you've had it for quite a while. But um, as anything that I do, there's always a strategy behind everything. So there's a couple key reasons. I'll start with the business name. So when I started Spear Creative Edge, it fit my business and the services at the time of the creation. And I was set up more like a small creative agency. I offered design and branding services. And the edge part of the name was really reflecting the additional strategy and coaching work that I do for clients. But, you know, my business has evolved. Mm -hmm. And over the years, you know, the way I work with clients and the core of my business has shifted. And I've really um, outgrown the name, frankly, since I'm not a traditional creative agency. And I really needed a name that was better aligned to the business. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and the name that I chose is Spearhead Solutions. And I feel like it's a better match for the business. It reflects the focus, the leadership, and the solutions I bring to support my clients. And still there's room to grow and evolve my business with this name. Oh, and I love that because it's, you know, like you said, you, 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 you start in one way and as you continue to go on the path, it changes and you've got to evolve and be quick on your feet. Yeah. Um, also, I think you have, uh, I just think you have such a strong last name. Uh, so as a fellow creative, I'm, I'm curious. I mean, I, I know Spearhead. I mean, there's your last names in it. But how did you pick Spearhead Solutions for your business name? What was the strategy behind that? <laughs> well, first, um, you know, Spearhead, yes, there's the obvious of mm-hmm. my name is embedded in it, which is great. And my name's spelled with two E's, mm-hmm. so it helps make it a little more custom. But, you know, Spearhead is a noun and a verb. Um, the noun part is about, you know, leading. It's a leading force or influence in any kind of undertaking. And then as a verb, it's to serve as a leader. And so... It's really a match for the work I do with my clients. And it also, the solution part, you know, plays off the multiple ways that I support my clients. Um, And at the end of the day, it really evokes the essence of my business. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't lock me in to just the creative part of what I do. And of course, alliteration. That's always fun. I, know, I and love alliteration. Yes. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, well, I love the play on your name and the different meanings that can be from it. But alliteration, just me as a, um, you know, kind of a, a grammar junkie. I don't want to say snob because that's that's too mean. But I just I love alliteration. So I, I was do like, too. I'm so proud of you. Same with branding BFF, right? Exactly. Like another alliteration. <laughs> I'm so proud. It's just it, it all. Even though there is a rebrand, you're still staying on brand. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I know with your background and, you know, talking about others about branding, you know, we talked about the name change, um, but also why did you decide to change your logo and the visual pieces of your brand? Well, originally I was thinking like, oh, this is just going to be a name change. It'll be simple. (laughs) (laughs) I can can keep my icon. (laughs) I can keep the the visual look of, of the brand Mm -hmm. that I built, um, But I really started thinking more about, okay, this is an opportunity here. If I'm actually changing the name, would I want to change the other pieces too? Not just to assume like I can keep working with what I have, but what would be the benefit of really starting to rethink the visual side of things? Um, So of course we're on air here, so we can't be looking at anything visually. Mm -hmm. But I think the first thing is, I what I decided was I really wanted to kind of communicate that feeling of a spearhead. So I have this very geometric arrow-looking abstract. If you actually turn it on its side, it does look like a geometric S. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the way it's laid out, it reinforces the idea of spearhead, right? So it reinforces the name without being a literal spear. It's not trying to be too cute. Um, and my visual brand has been very clean, modern, and has a geometric bent to it all along anyway. So the name helped kind of mm-hmm. allow the visual direction to continue in that vein. But I feel like this better directs. It's also an arrow. So it points the way forward, which again, reinforces the business name. So it just felt like these are all things that can strategically help reinforce what I'm trying to communicate with the name. And then secondly, if I'm rebranding, I thought, well, I really want there to be a noticeable visual change. So I have a very similar color palette throughout 
the the whole span of the visual part of the brand, but the color I'm choosing to emphasize. Mm -hmm. So instead of emphasizing blue, I'm now emphasizing orange as the primary color. And so again, it's just a quick cue, like, oh, something's different here. So fascinating. And the orange, for those once you see it, it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> But I guess, you know, you are used to guiding your clients along the branding path, the rebranding path, and now you had to do it for yourself. Yes. <laughs> um, which I think in anybody, any creative, any profession, you know, it's easier to work with other people than to turn things around and, and look at what you're doing and look at yourself. So what was the hardest part for you about rebranding your business? Well, I think the roots of the name are from at least five years back. So I finally, it just was one of those things where I was just having this feeling like, yeah, I think it's time. I think I've outgrown my brand. So really the hardest part actually wasn't in the creation part of the brand because I do have all the skills. The hardest part was thinking through everything that needs to be done um, and realizing that as I went, there was more and more things that I was going to need to change and evolve to have it be aligned. So, you know, I decided to rewrite all my web copy. <laughs> Hadn't been planning to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, even my about page, um, new signage for my office, creating new social handles. Um, those all things, you know, are pretty obvious, but I started to really having to think through, make a punch list, um, <laughs> to decide the priority of when certain things need to happen. I'm you know, launch for the new year. Well, that meant in December, I had to order the signage for my office door. I had to order the business cards. I had to make sure that the URL was working properly and my email was set up properly so that I tested it all before I placed these orders to make sure that everything was accurate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then there's all the pieces around my business information. Like where out there in the world is my business information? It's Google My Business. It's all my communities and professional networks and associations that I'm a member of. Well, those are things that, you know, when you're starting thinking about a rebrand, those are not top of mind. Mm -hmm. So it's like all the lists of both the action items and the locations of where things need to be updated was really the hardest part, just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Oh, and forwarding my old website to the new domain, old email address to the new email, right? So like trying to create as seamless as experience as possible mm -hmm. for my clients. Yeah, and that's the forwarding, that's stuff that you don't necessarily think about when you're, you're making those changes because um, I've, you know, finally officially launched my website recently and just thinking about email and how people have found you and get redirecting. Um, so now that we've talked about the hardest things, what Oh, wait, I have one more thing, oh, too. Oh, there's still hard <laughs> things happening. <laughs> well, I think the other part about it was I created my, for myself an accelerated timeline that I would never have recommended or committed to for a client. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think it largely stemmed from when I came to the realization of the I'd outgrown my brand and that I needed to change it. I was like, well, it would be nice to have it launch in the new year. So it's easier marker for me to remember mm -hmm. when that transition happened, right? So all of a sudden, when what went along with that is a very compressed and accelerated timeline that is not the typical for a rebrand. So it was like 
working with client work by day and my brand by night. <laughs> so, you know, not the typical easy work-life balance that you want for yourself and for your clients. Uh, true. Uh, yeah, because essentially you made yourself your own client. Yeah. Yeah. And then the things that haven't even been done yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, all my old podcast episodes. Okay, do I re-record the intro and the outro mm-hmm. since my business name has changed? You know, so these are things that I'm still thinking through, and it becomes a longer-term project. It's not critical at this moment, mm-hmm. but these are things that I really probably will want to do at some point. Yeah, and that's great advice for anybody who's listening of just, you know, make the list of everything that you've ever put your business name on and that can be even your podcast you know I mean people think of website business cards things like that but you know thinking about all the places that you're signed up and all the associations that you're a part of and they have your old email and they have your old titles and (laughs) it's um brava to you for doing that um so now that we've talked about the hardest parts um what was the easiest part for you about the rebranding process surprisingly the business structure itself Um, As I thought through it and started, you know, really making my list of things, what I realized is I don't actually have to create a new LLC. Mm -hmm. I can keep Spear Creative Edge as my LLC. It's a fully formed business entity. And I simply went to the county clerk's office and registered for an assumed business name, also known as a DBA, doing business as. And it was cheap, fast, easy. And they gave me a certificate. And then I can... take that to the bank, then they can change my business name on my records, but they also have the LLC name as well in Mm -hmm. case someone writes me a check to my old business name. Um, And, you know, it actually allows me to keep my checking account the same, my business credit card the same. So it actually ended up being one of the simplest parts of the rebrand that I think could become uh, another financial or time investment for people that really was fast and easy and then sharing it with people Mm -hmm. like I think the other thing sometimes when there's a rebrand if it's not clear and intentional um, people might question it but everyone I've shared it with they're like oh that makes sense (laughs) it's just like it's not even a question mark there's no like big conversation they're like oh I like that that makes sense Mm -hmm. and it's just simple oh absolutely and and I think uh, as someone who is gotten to know you and your business I think it does make sense it was one of those things at first where I was like what a branding person is (laughs) rebranding you know at first you're like oh that doesn't but it totally makes sense and I think you know you're you're doing something that's taking you to the next level yeah um because you said you know that you had started outgrowing the original concept and yeah of the business mm -hmm. and I think that that's the other thing like I always tell people you know with your brand and your business you want to be as intentional as possible. You want to be as clear as you can about your vision. But as we all know, we all evolve, change, and grow. Um, And I think that you hope that your brand and your business name can weather the long term. But sometimes you do have to pivot or sometimes you have outgrown it. And I think it's just being aware that that's always going to be a possibility. And so you just try to be as strategic and as intentional as you can with the information you know at the time. Because many people, you know, you're in business for a very long time, hopefully, and um, things are going to change. Society changes, technology changes, business focus can change. Um, And so I feel like at this point, though, 
Spearhead Solutions can really stand the test of time, no matter how my business grows and evolves, because there's not an industry-specific term in the name. Mm-hmm. And, and that's wise, because it helps you stay nimble. Like you said, yeah. things change. And then for the very same reason, I was talking to someone in my mastermind group the other day, and it's the very reason why she wants to go to creative in her business name, because it does speak to the category of business she's in, and that's the category of business she's staying in. And uh, ultimately, right now, her business name is a little too narrow, and creative is a little bigger. Mm-hmm. And it speaks for all the shifts and turns that her business can take in the creative industry. So she'll keep a core part of her name, but then she'll probably add on the word creative. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's interesting how it's the exact opposite reason why she wants to put creative in the name, like creative is in your name, right? Exactly. And there are reasons why people do this. It's just my business focus has shifted. And so for me, it's the reason to remove it. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely get that. And and when I was coming up with my name, you know, there was different things I was going back and forth on because, you know, as we talked about in my intro, which was lovely, thank you, um, is my, you know, background in public relations and media consulting. Um, but I didn't want to pigeonhole myself. Yes. Because at the time I saw my business is going one way, but now as it's growing, you know, I kept, I added creative in there because I wanted to be able to offer, not myself personally, but through um, a network of creatives and contractors that I work with, um, you know, graphic design and all these other elements to best serve a client. You know, it's just, um, I think the hardest thing is thinking sometimes ahead, but yeah. also when you realize like you have, there's a shift being able to be nimble and move with it in a, a way that's still authentic um, and sincere. Yeah, I think so. And I think that's just the biggest thing is trying to be as authentic and intentional and have as much foresight as you possibly can. <laughs> um, well, now that we've kind of talked about your process for rebranding, um, you know, what advice do you have for someone who you know, as you've said, is starting to feel like they've outgrown their original concept or um, they know they need to change, but maybe feel stuck because they don't want people to get confused. Um, What is your advice for someone who's in that situation, who's considering rebranding or is starting to think about the possibility of rebranding? I think I'd start with, um, I wouldn't base rebranding on a whim or you're bored with your brand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I think there's things that, you know, there are a lot of pieces. And that's why I took the time to actually have this conversation with people is to, you know, share like there is a lot of stuff behind the scenes to consider. So definitely, it should be coming from, as I've said a million times, you know, an intentional place, you know, having clear and strategic reasons. Um, I also really recommend, and this could be anyone, this is not specific to me, talking to a professional first. Um, I think it's totally worth it to pay for a consult or to invest in some strategy work to ultimately make sure that it is the right choice for where your business is headed because it does take time and energy. So, for example, there's a local business that had already decided to rename their business, and they approached me because they were interested to see if I'd put a bid in for a logo redesign. You know, apart from the fact, like, I don't do any design without strategy first, um, I thought, well, I may or may not be the right person for them, so let me even ask some questions. And in asking the questions... 
I realized you guys don't actually need a full redesign. You've already got the name change. So I was just able to make a few inexpensive suggestions on a couple options of what they could do to tweak their logo Mm -hmm. to reflect both the new business name and to have it align with where they were headed with the business. Um, And so that was a case of, I mean, that ended up being a free conversation Mm -hmm. just because we were talking about what they might, where they were headed, what they were thinking about as they were thinking about this logo redesign. And really, I just wanted to see, like, am I the right fit? Or is there somebody else in my network I should be referring them to? And through that one simple conversation, I just saved them thousands of dollars. And so I think sometimes by having a conversation with a professional, they can see something that you might not be able to see. And it may mean you don't need to do anything, mm-hmm. or you might need to do something small. Um, and then on the other hand, for the people who it is the right fit to rebrand, then you know you've also got someone in your corner helping you think it through strategically. Uh, it doesn't become just a visual solution or just a, well, we like a name. Mm-hmm. We like X name. But maybe <laughs> it's not a name that really is actually going to connect with your target audience. Right. Um, And I think sometimes, you know, like I said, the better choice in the long run can be to rebrand for some businesses. And in episode six of this podcast, um, you can actually hear why a family law firm chose to rebrand their business. So I always like helping people hear different angles of the conversation. Mm -hmm. So my angle is just one angle, right? It's just how Mm -hmm. I was approaching this. Um, A law firm, they had a totally different set of reasons. Mm -hmm. It's like a partner structure shift and you know, some different goals around the business. Mm-hmm. And I think that, to your point, is such a great thing for anybody who's listening or, you know, thinking of either A, starting a business, you know, be in the process of branding or rebranding, is that you have to realize it's not one size fits all. That, no. And that it, you know, you really need to think it through. And I love what you said about talking to a professional because sometimes you're so in it and every day because that's your business that's your baby of you don't always see on the outside and like the big picture because you know essentially like you're this is you know who I am this is but someone else can see something completely different that you didn't realize yeah and they're you know the goal is to have somebody who's super objective and also you know when you can clarify and have someone ask you questions around well you know what's your intention what are you trying to accomplish what's your thinking Sometimes people just haven't thought it through, mm-hmm. and, and even in the act of talking it through, they become clearer what's driving their choice. Uh, and sometimes it's it's an amazing choice, and sometimes they realize, like, well, actually, a rebrand isn't necessary, and the reasons why I was thinking about it actually aren't helpful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not actually needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't know until you have someone who sits there and looks at you and you're like, oh, you're right. Because sometimes you have to get out of your own head. And that's where, like, you know, most people, you know, who do brand strategy, I mean, you could either set up, like, an hour consult with them or other people, you know, have a a process where you dig into the business and the brand and really come up with a, a core foundation that can help you make those kind of choices. But either way... I mean, for me, I think that's money well spent versus, like, investing a ton of money and realizing, wow, that wasn't needed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, 
something kind of interesting is you've had clients in all kinds of industries and, and different branding. How would you rate yourself as a client? How was it working with yourself? Mm, I took some shortcuts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I mean, the nice, so here's the thing. The nice thing is I know my brand foundation mm-hmm. and I know that my values are still the same. I know that the brand personality is still the same. What I'm committed to for my clients is still the same. Like, that hasn't changed. It's just how the services are structured and the core of the business has changed. And so the great thing is I already had a strong foundation. So Mm -hmm. it was easier to make fast decisions and to, quote, take some shortcuts, as I said. (laughs) Um, I didn't have, you know, the same exact process that I do with my clients because, I knew when something worked and I was clear, like, oh, yeah, that logo works. Like, I don't need to show myself three versions of that logo. (laughs) (laughs) The process of of going through it, Mm -hmm. you know, was clear. And with the naming, like, honestly, Spearhead had been kind of, like I said, in the works at least five years back as an idea um, for something tied to my business. And at the time, it just wasn't the right thing. Um, But as again seeing how the business has grown and changed that thought just kind of bubbled back up in my head and I was like oh I had this idea a long time ago Mm -hmm. and like here's the way to make it work for my business today it's tying it with solutions Mm -hmm. and so it's just funny how something might not be right back time ago (laughs) yeah but it still comes back around so as a client um it was pretty easy to work with myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I think everything, um, I can be make quick decisions when I need to, but then there's also the part about, you know, noodling over the web copy. Like, I have the core is done, and then it was like, okay, oh, yeah, but if I just say it this way, it's even clearer. It's easier for my my people to that's, – that's a word that's not jargony. That's a word that will resonate with them. Like, trying to make sure that it's – now putting myself in the shoes of my prospective clients or my clients and not just what's the language I would use. Mm -hmm. So those are the parts where, you know, I had to like shift my hat again to the role of my prospective client. Uh, And I bet that gave you an interesting insight to what your clients go through when you present options to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now that we've heard about your rebrand and you know, learned about your process of, of kind of going to Spearhead Solutions. How can people find you? I mean, I know you've updated your, your new website, you have new social media handles. How can we find you to follow along in your new adventure? I think the easiest way is to go to spearheadsolutions.com, and that's spear with two E's. So spearheadsolutions.com. Um, I'll also put it in the show notes. And on my webpage, I do have links to all my social accounts, and I think that's a little easier than, than listing them all because I do have something slightly different for Twitter. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's very much more about the podcast. So, um, yeah, and I have a lot of great stuff on the site in terms of, you know, my podcast, um, Branding BFF, which you're listening to. I also have um, a great guide that's uh, for critical elements of brand attraction, because I think that's something people are always interested in figuring out more, like, how can I better attract my ideal clients? Like, what do you mean brand attraction, you know? So I actually explain it, and it's in a really simple format. So that, for me, is what the things I'm most excited about is, 
getting to know people through the podcast, through my guides, uh, things that are free and people can really get a feel like, oh, okay, she's got some great information. Now I might want to take the next step. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think free stuff is just the best way for people to decide if they click with you or not. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Well, Lisa, congratulations on your rebrand. And thank you so much for entrusting me to interview you today about your, your process. Uh, how did it feel being the interviewee and not the interviewer? Um, a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I really love showcasing other people. I feel like I'm so great at promoting other people, and I don't always uh, put as much attention in promoting myself. So it was a little a little more uncomfortable. Um, but also, I just felt like this is the kind of conversation that the real nuts and bolts behind the scenes is mm-hmm. sometimes what can be really useful for people. Um, a lot of times you know, you get an idea in your head and you're like, okay, but how do I think through it? Right. <laughs> so I just, I really wanted to provide that. And that's why I was willing to be in the hot seat today. Well, thank you for entrusting me to not burn you in the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fun. Thank you. If you enjoyed this and want more, take the next step and learn the four critical elements of brand attraction in a free download at spearheadsolutions.com. The link is in the show notes. Also, subscribe to this podcast to stay connected to more behind-the-scenes brand and business conversations. We welcome your rating and review on iTunes so more people can find us. This show is brought to you by Spearhead Solutions, a strategic branding business. We help small businesses understand and use branding so they can attract their ideal clients and shorten their sales cycle. Learn more at SpearheadSolutions.com. Spear is with two E's. That's spearheadsolutions.com. And again, the link is in the show notes.